Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, the comedy video game design podcast that cannot be killed despite the universe's intentions. Yeah. I <laughs> am one of your defiant, God-killing hosts, AJ Hart, Fuck, and I am joined by my equally God-slaying, however much more man-killing host... I'm Blake a demigod. No, I'm a demigod slayer. <laughs> like I'll, I'll I'll go with that one, which actually sounds cooler. I don't know if you're in the same camp, but demigod sounds cooler than god because it's got that. Probably not. I think there's a lot of demigods that have been killed. Um, so that does seem easier, but that's fine. You can take on that work. What's I'll more, take the lion share of gods. No, no, no. What's more impressive? You killing. There's more demigods than there are gods, right? So I have a higher kill count. My KD oh, ratio that's true, is yeah. higher. Than you <laughs> being a god killer, so I, the KD ratio is much better on demigod killing. I've I've watched the Wings of Redemption three hour documentary. Well, I, I know think KD it's not ratios fair are because important. like some some of them you get multiple stacks off of. Like if you when you killed Hercules, you had to kill that fucker nine times because he, he kept getting up. I thought he was a straight up god because his parents He's, are gods. No. It, I think only one of his parents is a god. He didn't drink the god-making juice, so Hades made him not... Okay, the real... That's a Disney reference. (laughs) The real Hercules is a demigod because the whole thing was that he wasn't really related to Hera and whatever the wife... Whatever the god of wives was in that one. Oh, that's right, because he banged some mortal woman. Zeus banged some mortal woman, and then Zeus's wife found out, and she came back and made made, uh, Hercules go crazy, and then he kind of super-murdered his whole family, and then did nine trials to make up for it, I guess. God, I love this hot start. He got this hot immortal in there start. somewhere. I love this positive energy we're bringing to the opening of the podcast. Well, it's fine because you <laughs> killed Hercules nine times. I killed Zeus and Hera and it rules. And now there are no more gods or demigods left. No more gods, no more monsters. That's a Batman. Anyway, record. hi, audience. We're back for an episode really quick. <laughs> Okay, so before we jump into the episode, and by the way, this is going to be an extended episode, we do just want to tell, let you guys know where life is constantly in flux. But like AJ said, the world is constantly out to get AJ and myself, but you know what? We're not fucking dead. We're not dying. But we Far do from need it, to actually. Lick, we do need I to haven't lick our felt wounds, this though. alive in years. Oh, excellent. That's good to hear. I didn't know that. I, 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 I I'm don't... drinking three energy drinks a day. Oh, 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 you're going to die. You, you, <laughs> you, dude, you're not gonna live very long. <laughs> yeah, you're un- so you're unkillable where... for like the month that that lasts, <laughs> and then you just work through all of the life that you've saved up, and then you're done. You're done. So, <laughs> people always talk about a candle that burns at both ends. I've found the secret third end that nobody tells you about. <laughs> the can, <laughs> the Red Bull that's drunken and from both ends. Yes. <laughs> so here's the real th- here's the here's the lay of the land uh-huh. di- game devs um blake and i have had a hard time recording lately and yeah. it's not going to get better next week or the mm. week after that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it we've come to a, f- a really hard decision we're going to be bringing the show to a small hiatus mm-hmm. we're not sure exactly when we'll be back regularly but we will be back regularly. Yes. Now, before you click off of the show, you're going to notice the runtime this week. And that's because there's plenty more show today mm-hmm. and plenty more show in general to do. That mm-hmm. Blake and I are both frothing at the mouth to do. However, again, time. 
Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so few hours in a day. It turns out not not to get real downer with you real quick. We just want to be. Com- we just feel like being completely honest with you. One, the show's not dead. The show's not dying. The show's not going anywhere. We are still very passionate about what we do here and the audience and the relationship we've cultivated with you all. And AJ, like. AJ and I don't a second AJ and I aren't deleting this podcast because this is like the primary way he and I get to like hang out and shoot the shit because he and I live such busy lives and we're like Blake right, you know won't let's... talk to me unless we're making content. <laughs> I have told you on more than one occasions like hey like even right before the recording of this podcast is like no let me save that for like the actual the recording because it's I, I yeah, want that yeah one time I, I came captured. to Blake in tears and I said Blake you'll never believe the traumatic experience I had at the movie theater today and he said I don't care. Save what movie patch, you saw? Save, save, save it notes. for the save it for the show. I don't want to hear about Happy Time Murders until you're rolling. Oh God, that movie! Fuck. <laughs> but yes, so please don't worry. We we know this is a bummer. We know it sucks. Um, but it is just life has been wild. AJ and I, we are content creators both on the clock and off the clock. We both work for uh, content creation studios. AJ works at. Uh, what actually? You just got a new job. What is the name? I of just it? got a new job, which is why the why the schedule has been so hell. Mm-hmm. I recently acquired a job with the video production team at a company called Alien Rides, which is a micro mobility dealer out here in San Francisco. Which is so fucking it's a job exciting! That I'm by very the way. excited to so do. So cool. We will be pumping out all sorts of little videos there. If you want to see me in a more professional Ooh. lens, Ooh. you can check that stuff out. If you want to see Blake's fingerprints <gasps> on stuff <gasps> in a more professional lens. <gasps> You can check out the excellent work he does over there with Deity Microphones. Uh, yeah, I uh, basically I, I help uh, shoot a lot of the. Uh, I'm I'm basically the producer that manages our online shows. So like everything from like our mini tutorials to now, I just found out I'm going to be moving up into shooting and producing and directing commercials uh, for like product releases, which is super exciting. It's super cool. Like, it's, yo, holy it's, shit! I didn't know that. That's incredible. Yeah. See, see, audience, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Blake doesn't tell me things unless we're on a on a show together. <laughs> no, so it's it, it's it's it, it is we are in this very wild flux moment of like very exciting things are happening in our lives, but also like so much required like it, the attention that that requires is it's it's just it, it's it's we're working it's out the work life balance. Yeah, and... that's <laughs> that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, how the fuck do I say that? The work-life balance, because I feel like it, it, it's so cliche to say work-life balance, right? But that's yeah. really, that's really what it's it is. It's important. Um, but we're, it's not like we're going to be gone for a fucking year or like six months or whatever. It's not, it's not, I, I, I know AJ, you said you didn't want to put a, a, a super, a, like a dedicated time on it, but I'm in the camp of like, I, I want to stress that it's not going to be a, a long fucking time. Um, it will be a short hiatus, but a hiatus yeah. nonetheless. Yes. Uh, for those of you that have money and stake in this company, uh, don't you worry. <laughs> we will be putting a pause onto the Patreon yes. so that none of you are all charged during this tumultuous time in the game developing world. Mm-hmm. But no, we're going to come back stronger than ever. We're going to come back probably bringing back more of the YouTube content. Uh, just a whole bunch of things that we're really excited for. Speaking of YouTube content, if you need your Blake and AJ fix, I do want to do a selfish plug here. Uh, yesterday, a video went live on the Love, Death, and Dust, Death and Dice channel where I paint a sweet fucking orc bust for my best friend in the world, AJ Hart, and I document my journey of painting that and then driving my ass all the way to San Francisco to give him the gift and. I have some ulterior motives at play. So if you want to see that, check up uh, check out the little video link in the description. 
And I think that's all of our little preamble. I think we can start the actual show now, You you started the episode. I want to give you the first game submission. This one comes to us on Reddit from the glorious Squid Pope. All praise be to them. Gaslight Gatekeep Grill Boss. I want to do a gate. I, I want to do a girl. I want to do a. It's such a good. It's such a good tagline, by the way. Um, I don't know about you, but summertime's here, and you and I, or summertime, summertime's like. <laughs> Hold on. Here. What does that imply? Are there some people for which it is not summertime currently? I mean, I, I, I think summer has officially started. I don't know what the you first know what? day is. It could just, it could be a geography thing, right? Actually, like down right. in LA, it probably is summertime right now because you only have two no, uh, no, seasons, no, AJ, and no. that is summer and cold summer. No, but here's up here in the, the Bay, f- it is still springtime. We do have seasons. I was going yeah, to say it's like also. I, I think I got confused. I think spring just started. Summer hasn't technically started yet. No, summer is it's summer in LA, baby. It's <laughs> is. Is it? Is it? It's kind of sure. it's, it's about to rain tomorrow, so I don't know about what, that. What, well, that's tomorrow, but what is it today? Blake, what oh, is the weather right, right now for you right, right like, now? Uh, it's like mildly cold, mildly chilly. Def- now right. shut up. Define cold in LA. I mean, it, I'm wearing I'm wearing a long sleeve. Give Henley me and a pants. number. No, I can't. No, LA operates off of fashion. Like this, the the. The season is dictated by what people are wearing, and I'm wearing pants and a law and an open Henley. But this is how you get the temperature differences. Only one oh, button. Okay. Well, the only one button on my Henley is open. If it was two oh. buttons, you know it'd be you know it'd be pretty sweltering out. Here. Okay, so you get you kind of deal with weather uh, in the LA area based uh-huh. on like soothsaying, the same way a witch doctor might tell you with the what? seasons. Um, <laughs> Like you, like you said, you had to find out how many buttons are open uh-huh. or unopened. It's uh-huh. it's a real magic. We don't know really. Let me read the stars. Um, I have your number right now, actually, and it is uh. seventy two degrees and sunny in LA. And tomorrow it will be sixty three and overcast. Excellent. And then on Friday it will be sixty nine and sunny again. Excellent. Blake Rea, it's summertime in LA. Okay. All right. Either way, that tell was me a about long. This, tell me yeah, about your grill boss tangent. idea. I want to start the, the the gears churning to make the next big summer blockbuster game, and I feel like we haven't gotten. How many games are about grilling? Like we've had games. I know. I want to specify here. We've had. We've games, had a lot of games about being dads, but not a lot of games about grilling. Also, huh. being a gaslighter or a gatekeeper. So, AJ, I don't know if you've ever grilled before. You don't. You don't take me as somebody who does a lot of grilling. But well, no, I. We've celebrated Fourth of July together before. I left you to the grill, uh-huh. and I was in charge of jams. And, and remember, beers. and remember when you came over after I gave you the grilled item, and you were like, "Hey, I think this is still rare." And I'm like, "Nah, bro, that's how it's cu- that's how it's cooked. That's, <laughs> that's how it's cooked." You said that's, how, that's me gaslighting you because I didn't ah. know, I guess I don't know why you didn't put me in charge of the grill. I never grilled before. <laughs> I don't I don't grill. I, my dad. Are you grills. proposing that this is a video game about somebody who wants to be the grill master, very very, or the grill boss, very very bad, but doesn't yes. know the first thing about grilling? Yes. It is, and it they is have as to if like... I were to be behind the grill, and I I've never cooked meat before. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a thing that I do. So you not do. 
So but you, I want to be the grill mm-hmm, daddy, the mm-hmm. grill boss. And this is this is this is our backdrop for this game. You are you are a mom with their loving family or whatever. They just moved into the ho- in, into a brand new house, and now the thing th- that they are mo- that she is most excited for is that now she gets to invite people over and be the grill master, something she's always dreamed of doing, but she has no fucking history in it. So the the reason I say this is now the backdrop of every level is like a family get together or like a family holiday. It's like, hey, the fam's coming over for Hanukkah. The fam's coming over for um, Labor Day weekend. The fam's coming over for Memorial Day weekend. Something like that, right? Uh-huh. Um, during that level, you need to take people's orders. Um, <laughs> but there's, I, I, I would, I want to take that diner dash thing of like everybody has orders, but then you need to figure out how to not give them that order and I then convince th- yeah. them that they that they this is what they actually ordered. I so, think it's three things. One is the gaslighting of giving yes. them something that they did not order, which is lying, and we could build out a whole little lying system. Yeah, here's the part of the game that I kind of want to dial in on because we've done plenty of lying games before. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've done a gate keeping system in a game before. Preventing- As previously mentioned, Blake, mm-hmm. you are the grill master, the grill boss. I'm so sorry I keep on messing up that uh, it, terminology. It's, it's okay, it's okay. I, I think that's what they have on I think that's the name of the of the dad skin from Overwatch. I think it's just called the, <laughs> that, I, I'm, am, am I misremembering that? Is like I don't know. I haven't played Overwatch in five years. Yeah. So you're the grill boss. Mm-hmm. But when you said, oh, I'm going to use the grill, I kind of was just like, oh, it's Blake's grandparents' place. It's Blake's grill. Like, of course, Blake is going to be the grill, grill boss. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if I had stepped in, if I had been like, no, Blake, I'll grill for you. Mm-hmm. This would have been when you had to start gatekeeping me. Yeah. And I, as the grill boss in your general areas, what do you do to make sure that you are the grill boss? How I do take you gatekeep a, the I take grill? a fucking pool noodle that's been just... You can't attack them. <laughs> what are you saying? That's how I defend my grill boss martyrdom. <laughs> I, my keep. With violence? With violence, Yes. Like it, it, but it's also like kid violence. This like, is fascinating. Nobody's, I've nobody's never heard ever... of violence as a gatekeeping tactic. I do love it. I mean, what is gatekeeping but violence? Gatekeeping like, is g- usually what, when people are like, you can't be a friend. You can't enjoy this thing and you can't do this because you don't know this much about it. Uh-huh. It's that old, oh, yeah, you like Pokemon? Uh-huh. Name all 150 of the originals. And who deserves it's... to be hit in the face with a pool noodle more than that bastard? Like, come on. <laughs> don't step to me. Don't get in my kitchen and be like, oh, uh, I-, I think I can do this better. I'm like, bitch, you cannot. That How? Is the... How would you know that? How, How do you would... know that they can't grill better than you? What information do you hold that you would mock somebody for not knowing that information while because on the grill? Because I'm... I've always assumed that the number one thing that gatekeep that gatekeeps me from being a grill boss... Uh-huh. uh-huh. Is the coals. I don't know how coals operate, and I never have, and I perhaps never I think, will. Again, that one piece it. of <laughs> information has kept me away from them. I, I think you're thinking a little thinking a little bit too complex here. I like to think this is like a a, a a king and queen sort of thing. Is like I was born into it, so clearly I'm the most qualified. I okay. <laughs> I'm the one who owns the grill. So you're the one at my location where, with said grill. So I'm you don't think any knowledge it needs to be part of the gatekeeping. I, I, let me ask you. When you came over to my house and saw me grilling or like saw the grill at my house, your immediate thought was to 
what bow down and be like, oh, it's his grill. It's his. It's his grandparents' grill. I'm just saying. There's yeah, a, but what there's if a your grandpa to wanted to come out here? If your grandpa wanted to grill for us, what would you have done to keep him off? Uh, he would have gate kept me. Honestly, how? How would he? <laughs> of course, by by rightful ownership. But the information. How would you get your grandfather to step down from being the grill boss uh, again? If he didn't know how to cook on coals, you could use that information. If he perhaps did not know the brand of burger you were using he'd be I, like oh i, I want to cook and I, you'd be like ah, ah ah old man we're doing chicken burgers i you and know you'd i could burn just... those you stupid old geezer <laughs> i could just play by by his rules and his rules is uh he's french so he doesn't know jack shit about anything so I... <laughs> <laughs> yes my grandfather is french so and and he, we like teasing him for being french so it is southern... his one kind of major character flaw it's his defining characteristic, really, is that he's just a French guy that found his way to a little mid a Midwest town and fell in love with a uh, a woman who worked at a cherry canning factory. That's my grandparents. They're adorable. I so love what them. owner, what information would you use to keep somebody? What would you do to stop your grandfather? I would, I would do what every fucking gatekeeper Redditor is, is I'd go to your cert. I'd go to your history and start attacking you personally. That, oh yeah! Like, so you propose that this game's three systems are girl, are gaslight, where you lie to your customers mm-hmm, and tell them mm-hmm. that you've given them the burger that you don't. Yes, want, and then that you, they didn't want, and then gaslight, you use all of your personal, all of like the or, personal details you keep on your family members, because we all know that hot goss of our like of our of our aunts, uncles, and cousins. Yeah, gatekeeping is about blasting them for the things that they did. So they so don't want to interact Just to make them settle down, uh-huh. and then there's grill bossing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which okay. is like, the grill boss is like the actual like di- uh, diner dash element of the game. So it's like, you need to have these conversations and deflect people um, while also making sure you don't burn shit. And the way uh, you have a journal, which is like your your uh, your black book that keeps track of like all of the family drama. So it's like you need to constantly know what things to reference to get people to fucking lay off you Um, or know what what things bother your uncle or your cousin or like uh, (laughs) you open the page to one of your uncles and it's just like hates vaccinations. That's the only detail that's on that page about them. And you just bring that shit up. (laughs) Shit like that. You know, it's like that's the gatekeepiness is like, I I don't want you touching. I don't want you touching this because of X reason. Okay. All right. All right. Let's put a pin in this. You give me a game idea. I want to hear. I want to hear what you got. This submission comes from day one A1 at Just Gazer. Hello. Too busy to die. A game where you must pretend to be so busy you can convince death you have to take a rain check on this whole dying thing. Oh. You know what this, um, do you have a visual or a reference for this? Because I have something that immediately stands out to me. The only reference that I had to use as a springboard was The Sims, but what do you got for me, my man? Do you remember the movie, I think it's called like 85 miles an hour or like 88 miles an hour, something... Or Hold on, is this the Keanu Reeves yeah. bus movie? Yes, 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 where it's like, imagine if death showed up and is like, hey, you gotta have a heart attack, 
but like Keanu Reeves is like, can't you see I need to keep driving like or else a bunch of people are going to die that their time isn't up yet. What if like the game is constantly about putting yourself I believe the movie that- we're looking for is Speed from 1994 rated oh. R one hour and 56 minutes long. Get ready for rush hour oh, is the catchphrase <laughs> for this Keanu Reeves movie. I've never seen it. It's good. It's good. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Also, is that... Oh, my God. Sandra Bullock's in it. I totally forgot about that. Um, what a what a lovely woman. Um, uh, speed, yes. So, so you're proposing something like Speed or like the hit movie Crank. Yes. Uh, the the yes. movie Crank is my yes. reference point. For those that haven't seen the Van Damme movie, who's in Crank? Is that Jason Statham? Jason Statham. That's Jason Statham. <laughs> The Jason Statham movie, Crank, where this man has a bomb strapped to his chest where if his heart doesn't beat fast enough, he will die. So he has to go around doing things to speed up his heart rate. Uh-huh. Jogging, scaring himself, Put, connecting at one a point car doing battery cocaine, to his tongue, do, yeah, tasing doing himself. Yeah. At one point, just looking at boobies, I guess, gets his heart rate going <laughs> fast enough for him to not die. <laughs> it's a properly British movie, I think. Um but yes, uh, I love I love this Damn, because it, people do be doing yard work on Sundays, huh? Hold so, on, I gotta close my window. Okay, while you're while you're closing your window, so uh, just to give a, a little bit of backdrop, so that's Crank Speed. the The basic concept is is they are the Keanu Reeves is driving a bus and he has to keep the bus above fifty miles per hour, or there a bomb will blow up in the car, killing everybody in the bus. So imagine the reaper shows up and he's like hey what the fuck i you're i'm not what the fuck hey you're about to die your last minute resolve or whatever is like hey i'm super busy right now you need to then go through this entire game going from like mini game to mini game or maybe it's like an open world where you need to figure out how the mini games can connect to one another uh to where you can completely you complete all of these things and then you somehow like find a way to convince death not to kill you at the end of the game where it's like, I'm going to work my way and do all these little activities or like I have to do all of uh, this world spanning adventure to get to the jungles of, of, of Paraguay. And you get like some sort of like uh, the fountain of youth kind of bullshit or something like that. I'm just I'm just trying to could think it like be that you could it be that death is in fact a very polite person you know death is bothered to come to you knocked on your uh, doors and wearing their cool robes and they're like hey man it's time for you to go mm-hmm. and then you have to be there and you're like death thank you so much for being courteous about this I understand I'm about to die I do unfortunately have a stove running right now because I'm cooking a meal. Mm-hmm. So you can't kill me right now because then the stove's going to go th- keep going and burn the house down. And Death's mm-hmm. like, okay, finish cooking the meal, I guess. And so you go through and you start cooking your meal. And this is where it becomes difficult. Uh-huh. Now, while cooking a dinner meal, you have to find a way to set up another dangerous task to leave on the back burner. That way Death knows not to kill you when you're done with cooking a meal. At okay. this point, maybe you go into the room and you cut some wiring, and then you go back to death, and you're like, hey, I finished cooking dinner. Unfortunately, now I've got some really bad wiring that needs to be looked at. Otherwise, the whole house is going to go up in flames. So and it's death's a chain like, Fine, reaction. Okay. Go fix that, I guess. I really don't want you to burn down the apartment complex. That's a lot of work for me, mm-hmm. Mr. Oh. Death. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to go do some wiring. 
So what and while you're doing some wiring, you steal all the dog food. And you're like, hey, I have to go buy no dog food because I stole all the dog food around here and it got lost in the blender. So someone has to pay for all the dog food again. Otherwise, all the dogs will starve to death. So, and that's like, damn, I don't want that to happen either. So Why don't you go ahead and box. go do that? It's like a sandbox chain reaction game. So it's like yes. as you're doing the current activity, you also need to be keeping your eyes out. You are what the next activity is going to be. Yes. And perhaps Uh, looking for different ways to endanger other people's lives so that you can save them. Because I think that's Death's thing. He doesn't want more on his plate. Like, Death came for this one person, and it would be so weird if they had to do more job. Yeah. No, okay. I like this. I like this because then that tells me the narrative of this game is like you progressively start endangering more and more people like to preserve your own life <laughs> death is there on the bus with you that has to uh-huh. go 88 miles per hour at all times and you're like look <laughs> you could take me right now but i'm really trying to figure that you don't want to have to take everyone on this bus do you and i want it to be frantic though like i want this to have like overcooked level of like oh shit things are going wrong right now i need to solve it right now i want it to just be like an adhd fest of just mini game after mini game after mini game after mini game now let me ask you this what is the repercussions of failing do you have to start the game all the way over like it's like this is your this is your last day and you are trying to survive like maybe there's like some clause we say of like if you i know the perfect punishment go ahead blake you know how sometimes you finish a video game and then the credits roll and they like and like the game locks you so you can't skip the credits and you just have to sit there for a long time and like every now and again like that that happens hate Uh, that the best example i really have is like you know uh the sonic the hedgehog you can't skip the ending credits on the sonic the hedgehog video game you have to sit down and just like yeah because everybody loves the whole time everybody loves watching the the people who worked on the sonic games so they know so what not to hire this video game the longer your playtime goes the more you've escalated the more lives are at risk should death actually take your life yeah if you do fail whatever that number was at when the credits roll, we make you look at a photo of one of the game developers for five seconds. Oh, this no. game developer represents one person that died in the game. Oh, so if you, no. if you play this game long enough to endanger the risk of like 218 people, then that's 218 photos of game developers you have to look at for five seconds before each before the credits are can, finished. Before you can start playing again. Before and, you can start playing again, yes. Okay, I love that. I love that. Okay, here's here's the thing, though. Can we... You and I were having a very... A very Sorry, I'm very burpy. I have like a bunch of Diet Coke in me. Um, <laughs> I, I I told I had to wake up. I had I was like I, I for those I don't think I mentioned it yet, but I, I've been like sick the past week from from COVID, and I slept for like four hours today. And I woke up to just to like to AJ being like, "Hey, we got to record." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Let me let me just let me chuck some Diet Coke. Yeah, warm up. Diet Coke uh, is what you chose to wake you up." Yeah, I like it. I, I don't know. I like the yeah, taste I know, of Diet but Coke. like you have coffee in your house. Like you could have picked literally anything as a wake up beverage other had than Diet coffee. Coke. I'm not gonna have two coffee. Well, actually, I'm probably gonna have a. I'm, I'm probably gonna have like a coffee boba after this because it's National Boba Day, by the way, and that's how we're celebrating this podcast recording. Is you and I are gonna send each other te- images of our booba boba. <clears throat> Why'd you pronounce it like that? <clears throat> All right, so um. <laughs> 
where was I going? Um, I love that you and I were talking about AI. This is the perfect use case of AI, where it's just like every. So when you, so not only do, I see we force yes. the player if they hit two hundred people and they kill the AI people, will just generate a random face. AI generated it images faces. of people. Yes. they don't even get the ability to look at real people. They yes. have to sit there and look at fake people that don't exist to uh-huh. waste their time. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that way it can go up exponentially, right? Where it's just yeah. like, oh, so it's like an AI can just generate a new faces as long as the game goes on or some bullshit like that. I'm, um, I'm really glad because this has created the first use case of AI art. Uh, I disagree. Specifically to waste somebody's time. No, this is the one time we've found oh. the one use of AI art. It is to waste one's time. <laughs> it is not. It is not good. It is not enjoyable. It exists as a waste of space and resources and, and here it is. it is for you dork i love this also because like when you think ai art people are like what crazy imaginative thing can i do it's like no these are like these are it's just these people are with bad fingers no these are like these are like office headshots like people with really like <laughs> it's like bland white backgrounds like an old guy kind of smiling but his mustache is like morphing into his teeth for some reason <laughs> like these are these aren't mid-journey ai images by the way these are like these are the ai images from like two years ago uh, the yeah. ones that were like gross and bad okay 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 i like this let's put a pin in it let me give you a game this one comes to us from Twitter from Biblically Accurate Pet Rock at Isisithius, Mighty Morphin Shower Rangers. AJ, there's a pandemic coming across America right now. Kids uh-huh. just don't want to fucking shower. It's gross. It is it is disgusting. And we need to we need to create a video game to to motivate young individuals to shower. Because you can't just put Choco Axe body spray on and assume that you're going to smell okay. No, buddy. You need to have good shower hygiene. And who has better shower hygiene than the green... Actually, is the green... He's still alive, right? The green Power Ranger? The I guy, don't know. The guy who played Rufio. Like, that guy. that guy's still alive, right? Rufio The Axe. guy who played Rufio is Dante Bosco. Yes. Is Dante Don- Bosco still alive? Was he a Power Ranger? Yeah. Dante Pasco was like it was a the Green Power Ranger. When? Uh, hold on. Oh wait, no, he was. Wait, am I? Am I fucking? Am I fuck? Did I fuck this up? Who the yeah, hell you're, am I you're thinking leaving of? This one up. Who am I? Wait, uh, who's the the Green Power Ranger who's like always acting in a bunch of things? Green. The Green Power, Power Ranger that Ranger. Uh, Tommy Oliver. No, nope, sorry, that's the name of the fucking character. Hold on. I think it's Jason. Jason David Frank. Yeah. He's always he's always showing up and doing a bunch of different things. Yes, yes. This guy. Alright. Wow. I, I, I don't know why I thought Zuko was the Green Power Ranger for some reason. I don't know. Kinda has that energy. Uh God the fucking Green Power Ranger's so cool. He's so goofy. <laughs> okay. AJ. My Power How Rangers? come the Green Ranger specifically, the character Tommy Oliver, has his own p- like page on Wikipedia? Uh, because I believe he's one of the few characters that spans multiple, um, what's it called, multiple versions of the show. I yeah, because he... Tommy was Tommy was in the Dino Ranger stuff. Yeah, and then I think he came back for like uh, the Mighty Morphin, or I, honestly, I don't know much about Power Rangers. Um. Bat in the Sun, Superpower, Beatdown, Ninjak versus the Valiant. 
what are these things? I do not what know. I, I, I've never heard of these. Bat in the Sun, Ninjak versus Valiant Universe, New Era, Legend of the White Dragon. Uh, what you, is this comic stuff? What are you talking about? I'm look, what I'm are you look, looking at? I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. <laughs> I don't I, see. A I want. I, I, I. All I'm saying is, is I want to do a fighting game that's all to the backdrop of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or ba- Power Rangers. And if you lose, you then have to like take a shower. There's some sort of. Perif- I thought you wanted losing. I thought you wanted showering to be cool. Why would it be a punishment for the loser? Because I, if I know anything about '90s kids, they love games where like they get to laugh at somebody else for losing. And there's this one game I saw that was hilarious. It's a it's a it's a hat that you put on that has a bunch of tubes sticking out of it. And what you okay. do is, is you that's ta- a beer hat, dog. No, 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 no. Everybody takes turns putting this hat on, and you rotate one of the tubes that are on the side of the hat, and you like it's like rotate it once, rotate it twice, rotate it three clicks, whatever. I forget the device that says like I think it's like a dice that you roll or something, and. Okay. If um, you are unlucky enough, your number, uh, if you rotate one of the rods too much or to the exact amount or whatever, it'll cause all of the other rods to empty their water on your head. I want to do a fighting game, AJ, that I, 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 it's a hat that you have to plug into your console, um, and if you lose, it sends a little signal to that hat, and you get fucking drenched. I so wanted, a fighting game where the losers get gacked. Yes, the the fighting game where like people get slimed, or the fighting game where people get watered up, or something that is like, oh, it, well, you, we can't water them because that's just shower, isn't it? And we're trying to go get them right, to go do a real to shower. Go do a so shower. we do have to blast them with Nickelodeon with, slime. With the, t- the, t- the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtle. Ooze. We could just. I like the idea that you could put anything in it, though. What if we just sell beer hats to children? Um, uh-huh. And they could load them up with Diet Cokes, and then if they lose the video game, they hey. get Diet Coke poured all. No, over no, no, them. no, no, no. You got to think like '90s. We're talking like we're talking like Jolt Cola or RC Cola or spur- Slurge, Surge, Splurge, Spurge. What is, I, did I, you say? Did you say Spurge with I no think, L? I think I said Spurge. Yes, I, I, the hit soda Spurge. I think it's Surge. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> But no, I love this because now you've opened it up to something really cool where all of our brand integrated or the expansions to this game are just different pieces of gross gunk to put inside this hat. And this is like, I can't. Do you remember when Halo 3 came out? One of the pre-order bonuses that you could get was a life-size Halo 3 Master Chief helmet. Mm-hmm. And it was sick as Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. One of my friends growing up had one. I never got to wear it, but it was really cool to see him wear it. Wait, was um, this... We were, like, in middle school, so it was too big on his head. Wait, was was this, like, a fully wearable hat, or are you talking about the one that would sit on, like, the case for the game? Because my uncle I don't had... remember. I was a middle schooler, so we're just going to pretend that it was a full wearable hat. Okay. <laughs> I mean, at that age, yes, it could have been a full wearable hat. It's like, <laughs> but you look at it now, it's like, and I it can't ruled. Fit my fist and this. the idea that we could create a fighting game where you get to wear a cool, like, Power Rangers hat yeah! while playing the video game yeah! kind of owns bones. Yes! So you have me. Okay. The idea that then this cool Power Rangers hat could be used to drink beverage also super rules. And now we've pres- proposed the idea that it will also spill beverage all over my head and make the helmet sticky oh. and make me have to go shower. Okay, this so you so you want the bev- you want the 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 ooze that we pack into there to be edible. 
Like all of it. I want it to be swappable. I want it to be like in a. Here's the thing. I want it to. While I am a child, I want it to be a Power Rangers helmet that I put on, and if I do bad in the video game, it spear it spills. Diet Coke all over me. But uh-huh. then as an adult, I grow up with this helmet. It is my helmet. I've sticker bombed it. I've painted helmet. it. I've I've drawn a cool Tyrannosaurus on it. Now I'm an adult and it's my party helmet. Uh-huh. And I put that on and I throw some <laughs> beers into the back of it and I drink beers out of my cool Power Ranger hat. Helmet. Mask. And no one knows who I am. I'm just the cool mysterious guy with the Power Rangers helmet that's throwing up in the bathroom. Uh... I brother, the way you described it is if this is a helmet you grew up with and used at every single opportunity, you're going to become known as they'll, they know exactly who you are. You're no mystery. They're like, yeah, that's the guy that keeps wearing the same helmet. Every they'll Halloween. never know. That's every the thing. They'll, Halloween. Know, they'll know me. They'll know me as Mr. Mr. Helmet head, but like, they'll never know who's under the mask. <laughs> it's not like people run around. there like, Oh, that's Bruce Wayne. The guy that runs around with the Batman hat. Like no one knows. Uh... <laughs> I'm picturing you just do this. You finally fall in love. You meet somebody, and then they're like, "I, I want to see who's the man underneath the mask." And you pull it off, and you know, like when you're they can walk- never know. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> when you pull the helmet off, remember when you like you have a shoe that's like you slowly roll it off of a sticky floor. It's like that. I want the helmet to make that sound as it comes off of your hair that's clearly matted from, like, years of just gross yeah. surgical, like, it is a my high eye, AJ heart. My eyes dilate for the first time in 10 years because the blends of the screen is black, so everything's just been darker for me. And you just clearly have a, you have, like, a farmer's tan underneath your hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's so Stupid and gross. All right, uh, all right. Fight again. You give me a game idea. What do you What do you got? This comes from Adequate Orange on Twitter at Adequate Orange City Management Game, where you are the giant rat that makes all of the rules. Makes coordinate a rat colony to gather resources and survive the changing seasons and challenges. Is this just a video game of it's your birthday, Michael? Like that whole weird fucking animated <laughs> short. We will definitely have a Germa "It's your birthday today" birthday rat reference somewhere in the game. Really quick, have love you seen idea. that full short? Have you seen? There's a cinematic. No, I've you just listened to the. Holy shit, you haven't seen that? It's Germa birthday rat. Did you know that it was a Germa thing? I I didn't know it was Germa. I don't know who Germa is. I knew the song. uh, You don't know Germa? He's the dude that did the live Twitch stream where he was a Sims character. No, I don't know that at all. (laughs) He was Uh, the one. He also did the Twitch stream with the baseball game where it was clowns versus magicians. uh, Oh, no, I don't know that at all. Um, you should look into this Germa fellow. He's really out there doing all sorts of stuff these days. Uh, yeah. So the thing that I know Germa for is the Rat Movie and Rat Movie Two. Um, yeah, that sounds like Germa. Um, really quickly, just tight. It just watch a little bit of it because Rats Movie, the Rat Movie, Mystery of the Mayan Treasure. Um, it looks like it's like an old Sam and Max like 1990s computer thing. What am I looking at? I this is what that's from. This is what's the, what that's from. It shocks me that oh my god, he literally just clicked. How did he sh- how did he surprise me again this Germa? 
<laughs> but it's like these are what the rats are from, and it, it's my brother Jordan, uh, the one that lives up in San this Francisco. Is from eight years ago. Yeah, whenever he comes to LA, we have a we have a tradition of watching this while playing Monopoly. And you're I, a Germa fan, and you didn't even know it. I get these are the, I I I have a limited interactions with Germa. But I, I want to do it. But you see what I'm saying now. I want to do a video game that's set in this weird polygon stretch texture universe. I, it's just. <laughs> it's so I love weird. it. Let's do a video game for Germa. Why does the YouTube really want me to use the pop out window? I'm on a fucking desktop. I can assure you, if I wanted it to be in a separate smaller window, I could make it a separate smaller window. Mozilla Firefox. It's on my desktop. Sorry, it just like I have no, like this no huge pop up on my player that's like, do you want the pop out window? Like, no worries. I'm, no, I'm, I'm this video is still going on in the background for me. <laughs> You're just gonna watch the whole five minute long mystery of the mind. No, I turned, I turned, I turned it off. I turned because it was like there's so many like visual gags in it of like the police officers, their cars are made of cats and shit. Um, also, by the way, I have this little. Uh, <laughs> This little gauge on the right side of my um, of my YouTube thing, it tells me, like, how, like, what is the keyword score or, like, the searchability of, like, yeah, certain Yeah, what's the phrases? searchability of Germa's rat? It's, like, 100%. Yeah. Birthday Perfect. rat. Birthday rat is, like, the search volume is excellent. Um, like, 100 Where'd out of 100. go, Germa? Good, good I'm going to be the first one to say it. That Germa guy knows how to operate on the internet. Okay. No one's ever, no one's thought of that before. So, so this video you game, think? you're what a you city thinking? manager, but you're mm-hmm. the little rat. And here's the thing. When I imagine rats and city building for the rats, yes, we have to think about two things. One, what do the rats look like? And two, what is the scale? You imagine us doing this game in this little flash uh, rat civilization. And in this depiction, rats seem about people-sized. Yes. Are we fine with committing to this? Yes, I'm... I'm- I mean, here's the thing that we because it's between that and doing a video game that is a city manager that looks like flushed away. Oh, Uh, what do you uh, mean? Oh, why do you say it like that? (laughs) Because flushed away. I don't know. I didn't like the movie. Watch your words. Watch your next words very carefully. Okay, let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. I've told you the story uh, how my family's house would work, where they would just leave movies on. And it would just uh-huh. play every day over and over and over again. Yeah, that was one of the movies. It was Flushed Away, Bible Man, uh, fucking White Chicks, and I'm sure there's others that I've blocked from my memory due to safety. Those uh, three movies being on loop in your house all the time are just... You are such a different person than one would assume based on those three movies. Yeah, I you know, know what I mean. I, like like I've me, said, I'm, I'm very different than my family. I'm very different. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, when I'm like, oh, the three movies that are on loop at my house all the time, it's like Labyrinth, Great, Charlie's Angels, Good, Knight's Tale. Like, and oh, like, you know what? Knight's that Tale. kind of does capture what I've got going on. Yeah. Pretty, pretty down to the T. Those are three movies that I would say, like, kind of define your aesthetic, comedy, your style, your uh, your your wit. Those those are all things that I would associate with you. AJ, Labyrinth really quickly. Is why, do you, watching do the I movie Labyrinth like with Jared. Uh, we're, watching the movie Labyrinth is why I don't wear boxers, and I just let my dong bounce around in my jeans for everyone to see. Is that something Jareth that happens the in Goblin King was a very formative experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's come back to this video game. So the that is like uh, the thing- Stardust has balls bouncing around in their pants. 
<laughs> he has a galaxy bouncing around in there, dude. Why the don't plant, I remember the, the actual name of that motherfucker? <laughs> David I remember Bowie? Jared, the Goblin King and Ziggy Stardust. David, David Bowie? David Bowie, thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he would actually be happy to be remembered as, like, his characters rather than, like, him as a person. Like, yeah, the Thin White Duke, uh, uh, uh that's the only other one I remember. <laughs> I, <laughs> the Thin White Duke is what I called what was bouncing around in Jared the Goblin King's pants. <laughs> okay, so rats are people size. Are rats living among humans, or is this just, like, a rat-owned no, city? No, like, humans are living among rats. Let's oh. make that clear. More rats than people. Um, but here's the problem. All the rats, all the, all the people have, like, hands, so they can operate doors, and rats can't, and that sucks. Mm. Which makes it very difficult for city managing, because you got to manage for the people, because the people are going to be the ones making all the money. And the rats... Hold on. Wait. If rats and people are the same size, then what is the complication to making it a city builder? Never mind. Blake, I've made the rats small. Okay. I'm making the executive I, decision. I kind of like I like the idea of making the rats big and making like humans not super prominent in their society because now you can have this really cool ge- like geopolitical like sort of thing where it's like rats against like humans. And then it's That's true. Not enough city builders propose the idea of giant rats being one of your major working forces. Or that or it's like I I mean I kind of want to take the take the the reins of like we are rat mayor and we are looking over our city of rats. So we are prioritizing uh-huh. the rats and the humans I think are like the, the, the humans well, I don't are... really love the idea of doing a city manager where you have a like a class of haves and a class of have-nots. I mean, what do you think most city managers are? <laughs> I like to imagine most city managers are about trying to make like an like a good functioning society. The idea of being like, "Welcome to our city manager." You will be interacting with a lower class, like a lower group of people built entirely on whether or not they are humans or rats. AJ Hart plays Pinkman, where everybody's like has their purpose and contributes to the greater whole. Blake, who plays Frostpunk, which is like the big decisions are, "Ah, I guess people can start losing limbs. That'll help me get through the finish line of this level. But you don't decide who gets to lose limbs. It's not like you're going to be like, ah. I mean, you kind. I mean, you. you, No, you kind of do. You kind of do. Like, if you, you can make racist laws in Frostpunk. I mean, not racist. I mean, not racist laws, but definitely, uh, definitely like selectionist laws. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I just say different, different, different games here. Like you know, like uh, (laughs) they are different games. Some (laughs) games. Look, they don't reflect on the person at all. Don't think too deeply about it. Um, <laughs> okay, so what I think we need to figure out is like, what are the the struggles of doing a city where rats and humans are are coexisting? Is it you mentioned a thing of like the rats can do things that the humans cannot, and the humans can do things that the rats cannot? So is it for just starters, like- the rats can eat the humans because they're bigger than them? Well, not bigger, <laughs> but like well, bigger. If I saw a human-sized rat, I would assume that it I'd were bigger than me. Run, yeah, no. 
like because rat- like, I don't know how to explain it, but like a human sized rat is functionally the same as like a small bear, right? And a small bear is a bigger than a human. I can't really explain why that is in my brain, but like you get what I mean, right? Yeah, like it, it, proportionally, like a a rat. It's kind of it like I, if I have a can of soda, that's a lot of soda. But if I have an entire bottle of water, that's not a lot of water. I think you're making it too complicated. I can fit my head inside of a human-sized rat's mouth, and that's the, yeah. I'm, that's more than enough reason to be scared of it. <laughs> so, so, thing number one to remember: the rats are superior because they are bigger and stronger and faster, and they, they just, just occasionally small, will eat people. Rat. And if they eat somebody who's in charge of something very important in your city, you just kind of have to let it slide. So I want to do a city manager system where occasionally the one side of your workforce is just eaten by the other. Like on a, like on occasion. Not, it's not like Not scheduled. always. Not it just always. happens every it now just, and again. It just happens. And then you also then need to do all of like the, the political uh, dancing and talking uh, to make sure things – your city doesn't lose its fucking mind. So like, it's like – What's your favorite thing about rats? My favorite thing about rats? Um – I, I, because we need to think about specific rat-based mechanics other than, of course, that they can eat humans. I love, so what is your favorite rat fact? And then I'll tell you my favorite rat fact, and we'll make sure that these are involved in the game design somehow. I I kind of love how rats can wrap themselves around things. They just have really long, like, long bodies, and they got, like, these little bellies that I just want to, like, I just want to pet. I just want to, I'm going to scratch their belly. So they can connect or they can they can uh, and this is my this is my game mechanic that i'm pitching for that is that they can use their bodies to form constructs like they can oh they can like build they can help build bridges no more yeah Yeah. going beyond a rat king a whole rat bridge a whole (laughs) rat a a whole rat apartment complex a a building made of one rat oh well a lot of rats yes and that's their uh, and i'm wondering is if they are just helping with construction or they are the building itself. I like, love this because then if the building gets too hungry, the whole building could disappear because the rats that made up that building went to go hunt yes. humans. And then they might come then back eventually and rebuild that whole building. Or or that guess what? That that whole school, it's made of rats. Well, all the rats went out <laughs> hunting. Guess what? Nobody's learning right now, which is another thing in city in city buildings. So you have to get so you have to make sure that your rats are well fed. That way they continue to be the building. Yes. And that way okay. your your city st- it continues to have a high education level which is like another mechanic in city builders is like how dumb your city is how good is your uh your waste management uh what is like the population density how well how well can people get around on the streets and things like that um yes all right what is your what is your rat fun fact that you like your favorite thing about rats non-lethal terminal velocity on rats did you know this (laughs) (laughs) no but please explain i must know okay you know, the, so the fastest something can ever be yeah. because of the way that it is, terminal velocity. Yes. So most animals, it's lethal. <laughs> if I jump out of a very, very tall thing, once I hit terminal velocity, whatever I hit will probably be the end of me. Rats don't do that. If you drop a rat out of an airplane, it'll be fine when it hits the floor. That's no, that science does not work that way. Google How- it. No, non-lethal terminal velocity. No, okay, hold on, hold on. I think what you're saying, I I think what, and what I will, I I think this is trying to say is, it, it, when it reaches its terminal velocity, that speed isn't enough to kill it. 
But no. if you the d- impact of it is not enough to kill it. That's not what terminal velocity is, though. Terminal velocity is the speed at which something falls at the ma- is the max speed at which something falls. Impact if an animal is has a terminal velocity which is not fast enough to be lethal on impact, then it doesn't matter what height they fall from. That's that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing about rats. That can a rat survive terminal? Okay, that's the first thing. A rat can fall as far as fifty feet and land unharmed. In theory, this is this is not a result found by live experiments, but by calculating the terminal velocity of an average rat sea level on Earth. Okay, so yes, and if so, they can survive fifty feet, then they have to be able to survive sixty feet. Fifty feet is completely different than a plane, though. How different could falling from sixty feet 9, be from nine thousand nine hundred and fifty feet? That's most planes travel at uh, ten thousand feet, AJ. I think that if a rat can survive fifty feet, like it can't change that much but, at uh, that re- ratio. I think, right? I think I think you and I are talking about something that neither of us truly understand. Like, I just think it's I so think, crazy that you can't drop a rat high enough to kill it. This is an objective fact, and I'm right, feet, and I don't care what the internet feet. says. <laughs> no, any height. <laughs> You could shoot a rat out of a cannon, and it would never be enough to kill it. Oh, God. All right. So can a mouse survive a fall from a high rise? You can Not drop a, a mouse. mouse. Hold on. You can drop a mouse down a thousand-yard mine shaft, and on arriving at the bottom, it gets a slight shock and walks away, provided that the ground is fairly soft. A rat is killed. A man is broken. A horse splashed. What the fuck does Wait, that mean? Wait, so it's a mice that have a non-lethal... I think mice. I think mice and rats are a similar, like a similar thing. I, I would go as far as to say they're the same animal. They, I mean, not really, but uh, I'm well. I mean, let the record state I'm wrong about a lot of things, but I'm going to say that rats and mice are the same thing. Wow. Okay, here, check this out. How about cats? Interestingly, it is so common for cats to fall out of high-rise apartments that the phenomenon has its own name, high-rise syndrome. For cats, falls between five and nine stories are mostly deadly. Below five stories, they don't gain enough speed for the fall to be deadly. That's fascinating. Uh, cats has, have a survival rate of about 90% from falls out of high-rise apartment buildings. Wow. Not that they don't hurt themselves. That's incredible. That bad. Um, but I'm imagining I, the reason I say this is because I'm imagining your rat thing operates. The I, same don't way want, like, I don't want. I don't want cats big enough to kill the rats that we've created. Oh uh, no, that would be frightening. No, rats and cats have they've uh, they've evolved and they've they've co- learned to coexist together. They and they, by that you mean that the rats have evolved to be too big for a cat to hunt. Yes, so they are no okay. longer the target demographic of said cats. <laughs> Fucking maximum velocity. I, I'm gonna. This is gonna bother me the rest of the day. I'm gonna need to read more about this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, how? What's your cool game mechanic? Like, are you saying most of, most of the rat community survives off of being stuntmen? Because that's well, what it sounds like. I was going like. to propose the idea that if rats don't, if rats don't have to worry about falling mm-hmm. ever from mm-hmm. any height. Then for the first time, we can have a city builder with a real level of verticality. Because mm. so many things, you have to build it all out from the ground up. But if the rats are the buildings, mm-hmm. and the rats don't have to worry about falling from any height, then you can have an entire second plane to our city made of rat floor. And then that rat <laughs> floor has a building on it. Rat and then floor. if the rats decide to move... And the building falls, that's fine. They'll just fall onto the human floor on the bottom. where they, And, of course, they'll suffer no harm Ugh. because they do not suffer 
from any amount of falling damage. It's crazy. Interesting. I like this because then that will play into why when a building gets hungry, it can suddenly just disassemble. And then yeah, everything because all the rats that... fall down. Yeah, because all the rats fall down, but they're all fine, though. Um, so, question, though. When a building yeah. goes hungry, how does that affect the rest of the city outside of that building it depends. no longer what was the What was that building? If well, that building was a school and the school building rats got hungry and left, then you're not going to get as many educations. Well, no, I if mean, you have like, a building that is a rat, rat building uh, water plant that cleans all the water, you're going to get dirty water because the rat building left. <laughs> No, I'm talking about, like, what is the um, outside of the building's effect? Like, are the rats on a fucking rampage? Do they become a source of, like, a bad weather phenomenon where it's just, like, that you have to figure out how to deal with these hungry oh, rats? Oh, it could be any number of things. If, yeah. the, if the rat building is left, they could be just running around on the town. They could just mm -hmm. be bored. They could be hungry. They could, could have they gotten go... swept up in a tornado and turned could... into a rat tornado. A rat tornado. A rat, uh, like, oh, God, that sounds like... This city has to be in Florida because this sounds like such a Florida a Florida state thing. Um, did you know? Because I, I I learned this in JoJo's. Did you know that it once rained frogs and snakes uh, in Florida once, like for like an hour, like the like in the Bible? <laughs> no, like actually, it, it was like 1857 or something, and it actually fucking rained like frogs and snakes. Like live frogs yeah, and snakes. Like it did that. Like in it did that in the Bible too. You know that, right? Oh, you're talking about like the Mo, uh, like Moses. In the Bible's shit. books of Exodus, I had to look this up because I didn't know where it happens in the Bible. I just know that it happens. Do I look God like a guy that's down a rain of frogs on the Egyptians for their refusal to free the Israelites? Uh, so like, Florida I think had the biblical frog rain on them. Hold on, audience. I know where AJ fucked up here. AJ, a better touchstone than the Bible would have been Prince of Egypt, the nominal animated movie. <laughs> Come on, more people know about that movie than the Bible. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, you're right, but I guess I guess after the Bible men brag earlier today, I thought you would have remembered this. No, like I said, AJ, I'm very different Shit, than my man, family. Now I want to watch Prince the Prince of Egypt. That movie's good. That movie fucks, dude. That movie's so good. I I. I, I unabashedly, I listen to the soundtrack at least once a month on my way to work. Soundtrack's like, great. In your eyes, it blow. Oh, my God. It's such a brilliant song. Oh. Mwah. Also, uh, you're playing with the big boys now. Fucking great. Fantastic. Ooh. Ooh. Love that. Love that soundtrack. Um, it's also done by somebody really famous. Uh, I really like the opening scene when the two boys are just like racing the horses through the town, being uh, being the goofy animation. Teens. The animation is so good on that. Uh, uh, composer, Prince of Egypt composer. It was yeah, Hans Zimmer. Duh, like it. Of course, it's fucking Hans Zimmer. This has like Raya. God, yes, sir. Do you need? We've to, uh, got. We've we've lost the train. Why don't you go ahead and I'll, give I'll me give a new game video submission. game idea? All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from Conotonord at Conotonord. A game where you're a silly gnome with a signature catchphrase. Okay, I was thinking about this the other day. You know what? I feel what game I used to play nonstop, but I feel like a that a game hasn't come to fill that hole in a long time. What? Plants versus zombies. Overlord 2. You're absolutely right. The Overlord hit video game two? Overlord 2. Where I you never played as never the played Overlord it. with all the little goblins following you. It's kind of like Pikmin, but with boobs. I was gonna say is like this. This sounds like this sounds like not your dad, not your not your kids Pikmin. You know, 
It has a, 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 I remember seeing trailers for it, and it definitely felt of its time. But yeah, what I'm getting at is that's not the game you're thinking of, though. Is Plants, it? Plants vs Zombies is the game I'm thinking of. The mobile game, the mobile game, or the shooter game? No, 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 not, not Plants vs not Plants Backyard Brawl or whatever the fuck they called it. I never played that. I kind of did want to though. A first person version of that or a third person shooter of that game sounds wonderful. No, I would sink hours i mean hours into every plants versus zombies like uh like game mode i loved the story mode i loved like all of like the optimization of it i think that's where i kind of like started falling in love with just developing like the perfect workflow like the perfect build like just the idea of like trying to get something super it's also optimized. just such a solid tower defense game. oh it's so good it's it's so fucking good there hasn't been a game that has come out like that in a long time like i can't name i feel like tower defense games have kind of been on the out sadly because like field mm -hmm. runners fucking ruled balloons is awesome but people are still playing the balloons that released like five or seven years ago well that's um, because they keep adding updates to balloons tower that's, defense six. that's true but like i kind of want something different than balloons balloons is fun but it doesn't have that same charm as like of a, a, a goofy concept of I mean it kind of does it's like it's monkeys you know you're balloons. right monkeys shooting a bunch of darts out of balloons is nowhere near as whimsical or silly as live uh, plants, plants coming to versus... live to shoot zombies yeah like I, I, like monkeys are real zombies aren't monkeys <laughs> and balloons are both things that are real but living plants. And zombies are both not real, which makes it more whimsical. And they also had, like, the disco zombies and, like, all of the cool fucking... And we'd both know uh, that disco's not real either, so... Disco's never existed, ever. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to try and figure out, is there... I'm going to do another tower defense game, but with gnomes. And I, I, I don't really have, like, a... I don't really have like a, a cool game that should not be made element to this. It's just like I want I want to see what a cool tower defense. I want to make a tower defense game. I want to do something okay. for me. I want to do something. Let's for try me. to think of tower defensey, and then we need to think about the submissions idea of a gnome catchphrase. Okay, Blake, why don't you hit me with your best gnome catchphrase? Mm, uh, let me let I I can't give you a catchphrase yet because I don't I don't know our characters yet. I don't know like who. Might I, okay. I, I, I don't know, like, what is our style here? Well, Let me let's start thinking about types of gnomes. Uh, I, we've got garden gnomes. We've got Gnomeo and Juliet. That's mm -hmm. it. Those are the two kinds of gnomes I got. No, there's also those cute little uh, Swedish gnomes, the ones that have, like, their hat is so big it covers their eyes and rests on their nose. That's a normal garden gnome. No, those are different. Those are different gnomes. Then what's what does a normal garden gnome look like to you, dog? A garden gnome looks like the gnomes from fucking, uh, over, uh, not over the garden wall, uh, 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 Gravity Falls. Like, the ones that vomit, vomit rainbow. That's it. Um, I, what do I call it? They're Norwegian... My sister collects these things. I always get her them. Norwegian gnomes. Um, the Nisei. The Tomteer Nisei. Gnome, also known as a Tomteer Nisei, which is a mythical creature from Scandinavian folklore. Uh, it's They're adorable. Look them up. They, their hats are so cute. Yeah, those are what I imagine when I imagine normal gnomes. And then a gnome where you see the face, that's a Gnomeo and Juliet gnome. I think I... I think those are called... Oh, okay. Those are called roaming gnomes, I guess. Interesting. I, I, I wonder if... I wonder what happens if I just Google type of gnomes. 
games with gnomes. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of games with gnomes, actually. This one is I 9 out of 10. sub races in Dungeons and Dragons. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, <laughs> did I just... No, I didn't come... Okay, thank God. It's not a tower defense game, but holy shit. Wait. What did you it, find a gnome video game? What rabbit hole did I just... I just found, like, a game... Uh, it's called Gnome Gardens, and it's like... Uh, the king's blood guard, the surrounding guards, the, king, the ruler has fallen ill. Uh, help the princess save the guards and make the king better again. Uh, there's just like a whole fuck ton of tower defense games. Fort defense, Atlantic Ocean, Fort defense. Damn, Dungeons and Dragons Royal is kind defense. of wicked lazy sometimes, huh? I'm looking at the list of gnome sub races in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, rock gnomes, river gnomes. Sky gnomes, like right. come on, dog. This D and D. I expect better of you. Honestly, D and D is kind of boring for everything that isn't like celestial monsters. Like I think they get kind of boring. Their dragons are pretty boring. It's just like when they start going with like the Lovecraftian base shit, where it's like all of like the weird creative monsters, like the, the zany monsters. That's where I think D and D is at its best. Um, just come up with a better, uh, a better uh, uh, engine to play with, and then I'll. I'll How just... uh-huh. do we do a gnome video game? Because I can't find different types of gnomes. Uh, we get creative and come up with our own gnomes, dude. Like okay. uh, there's there's gnomes that uh, create walls of uh, uh, slippy puddles of rainbow vomit. So bam, got that from Gravity Falls. You have There's a second Gnomeo and Juliet movie. Yeah, the first one was really successful. <laughs> Surprisingly, I think it was by the same company who did like Hoodwinked, right? It has it's that called same Sherlock Gnomes. That's made right. In one of them forgot their me- like lost their memories or some shit. Yeah, but no, yeah, Nomeo and Juliet. It's a popular franchise. Sure enough, I guess Nomeo and Juliet are right there in the poster for Wait. Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. I I was, I I was going to go on a fun, a tangent. I'm playing a Sherlock Holmes video game right now and I'm absolutely, I absolutely adore it. But, um, I, I, that's, that's, that'll be a patch notes talk. That'll be patch notes talk. Okay. AJ, is there legs on this one or do we need to like do, maybe do I need to figure out Unfortunately, that's the thing about gnomes, isn't it? No legs on those guys. (laughs) No legs. Wait, what are you talking about? They do have legs. It's crazy. They don't. They, but they do. No legs. But they do. Just little stumps. They have feet. They have feet. <laughs> All right, AJ, do you have a game for me? I think it might be time for the nug, actually. Time for the nug? No, I want to do one more game. Well, we're we're taking we a little... Div- we, we've had a lot of games here, and I want to make sure that we have time to develop out whatever the nug is. That I don't want to just say what be... the nug is and then actually start developing. I no, want to be like, we'll be fine. what is the nug? What do we want it to look like? How do we make it better? So let's I... let's go ahead and recap a little bit. Let's try to figure that out. Mm, I want to say no. If we're if this is going to be the last episode for a little bit, I do want to like do one more game submission. Um, I can pitch it to you. I do have it. I do have it stashed. Um, but uh, what's it called? Uh, I want to give you one more game submission, or maybe even two, as like little lightning round things. How about that? All right. If you got if you got a good couple ones stashed away in your little pockets, there, why don't you go ahead and bring them out to me? All right, this one comes to us from Reddit, uh, from Rolled Ford. Bring back the crash system for Burnout 3, but you're using it to make traffic school videos. I never played Crash, or uh, I never played Burnout, but I remember seeing clips of it. And it's like, I remember it being, like, hyper-detailed, showing, like, 
what are the pieces that broke? Like, here's the axle and where oh, it snapped. Oh, man, the crash thing in that was crazy. So It was like mm-hmm. you would let a crash go and you could kind of control where the car was going to go during the explosions. And if you hit other cars and made more explosions, you could make your car shrad go further. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. nuts. So how can we do that as, like, a traffic school video? Do we want to show it as, like, okay – I want to go against the grain here and say this is a video game that glorifies crashing. Like it, I this was going is... to ask, do we want to do this in the like moms against driving system where like we stage a horrible car accident and then make all of the high schoolers watch uh, as we try it, like but... a fake person out of a car? <laughs> but it's totally don't tone deaf where it's just like you do that whole setup and then like, all right, now that you guys saw that, I want you to watch a video that explains how this crash happened and the video just fucking rules. It's, it's just, just like the most Michael Bay-ass <laughs> shade yeah. of a car just flying just, through the air. It just glorifies and then it like creates a narrative that wasn't even there and it's like... It's like it's like you find out they they did this crash because they wanted to like f- just they wanted to be a stuntman and it's like this beautiful tragedy of like I want to go out and I want to live fast die young I want to go out I want I want people to know I fucking mattered I want to feel I want to feel like I'm doing something and entertaining people in the world um it's just then it just does this amazing like two million dollar like stunt thing and like immediately after the video plays all the kids are like super hyped by it but like the teachers just don't understand yes. they don't understand a, well, why well, they do ups- it in reverse order so what it is it's a, it's a it's a school learning activity where all of the computers are pulled out and people play this game where they're just throwing cars in the burnout engine at things and they're like uh-huh. this rules uh-huh, this is uh-huh. so much fun i love throwing cars uh-huh. and then they step outside what's that right outside the front doors of the school that's right one of those re enactments of the horrible car accidents i'm concerned that some people that don't live in america or california have any idea what we're doing because i didn't have this in oregon this was a california exclusive yeah this was a so california maybe we tell the people about what this is okay blake you grew up around here and presumably yes. had to experience this i'm so sorry funnily enough Why don't you i never had to ex- what you did funnily enough i never had to experience this at any of the schools i went to everybody else at other schools that uh i was friends with did experience okay. this <laughs> yeah i know it's bizarre i don't know i don't I, so, I, it's not that I feel left out. I'm kind of grateful that my day wasn't wasted. Um, so here's what it is. As a, yeah. as a program, why don't I take a t- sure, sure, sure. crack at it, and then you can tell me if it's true or, like, where I'm getting things no, I, mixed up. No, it's, 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 it's really simple. Like, they just, bring a, they just bring a destroyed car and be like, yeah, this car got destroyed because they were texting. Here's their last text. And then they what? also that sounds so tame compared to what hap- what like the the production was happening. Well, that when we were in that college. was that was one iteration of it, and there was a second okay. one, which I, I think you're gonna explain. Yes. So this was a program that was done around high schools here in California, and it was in order to t- teach people like riding and driving safety. You know, don't text, don't drink while driving, yep. that yep. st- sort of stuff. But in order to do this, what the school would do. Would they would stage a huge car accident near the school, 
and like allow a crowd of teenagers to gather around. And they would go so far as to put makeup on a student or person who is inside the car and stage a whole thing where they have to get the jaws of life out and cut the car apart and drag somebody out of the vehicle who's all like garbaged up and cut and bloody and bruised, Mm -hmm. drag them out of the car, rush them into like a paramedic van and then drive away. And this was all done like on Yeah. Or, yeah, all done on school grounds, down mm-hmm. to, like, having, like, fake newscasts, fake police officers. Uh-huh. Fake, like, they just yeah. sat there and said, let's traumatize these teens. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's pretty, when, uh, it feels, I, I don't know, like, it, I can see it, and I can see why they would do that, but it also is, I was a teenager once, I feel like. You do that shit with a teenager, teenagers don't take shit seriously. They don't. They don't. And, like, I remember any time, like, I, the reason I found out about this is because those friends would come to me after the day that it happened. It was just, like, it felt so overdramatic, and they felt like there was so much effort put into it that it just felt, like, too fake. You know what I mean? It felt like, oh, it, it, in a way, it had this distancing effect because it was, like, so hyper-real. You know what I mean? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, it wasn't as matter-of-fact as it should have been. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't matter-of-fact. It was just, like, we're going to have you go through this whole thing, but because it was fake and you know that it was fake, it just felt like a, a like a pomp and show. Um, and in that, in that way, it made it feel much less real. I don't know. So like do that, you think that making them play Burnout Paradise for three hours before going outside and <laughs> seeing the horrible wreckage would be an improvement on the program? Or would it detract from the program? I couldn't, I couldn't tell the improvement or the detraction from it. I just know it would be funny. I just know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, just, I just love the idea of a bunch of fucking... I, it would be funny because... Actually, you know what? I think it would be effective because it would almost make fun of the kids for having fun. Um, <laughs> and if this... there's one thing that teenagers respect, it's when adults make fun of them. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, like, you and I you and I joke about this. I know I've had to have talked about this on the show. This is probably one of the most fucked up video game experiences I've ever had. And But it was also something that was super substantial to me, and, and it had a very big impact i went to the museum of tolerance in uh in los angeles and for those that don't know it is a museum dedicated to the the atrocities that humans have done against other humans and it is just like an analysis a of cool like, vibe a really good first date location <laughs> no 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 i i would never meet a woman in the holocaust area of the museum and be like yeah that's the one that's where my mind's at right now it's like no you're surrounded by death and, and sadness um but there was an area there um, that was uh, basically you would play a video game that was shooting people as they were trying to get across the border, and it, it and I that I, sucks. I, I, that sucks, but it is it is an incredibly um, succinct like a distillation of like how video games and like the act of playing something can like m- basically make you forget about like how real shit is. Um, mm. Say we take. <laughs> I know that's like maybe I shouldn't have gone into the Debbie Downer of this because now that you know maybe maybe we go to a different video game. On the, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, hit me with one of the other bangers you got in that back pocket. 
This was called Tip Hunter, a game where you play as a servant in a rest a server in a restaurant. It's completely normal serving until someone leaves a rude note for a or a bad tip, which sets off human hitman esque hunting sequence. But instead of killing the rude customer, you have to find a way to cause bad karma against the offender. AJ, I'm gonna use this to come clean about something. I kind of fucked yeah. up. I kind of fucked up in Vegas. I I fucked up. What real- did you do? So. AJ, when you leave your car at valet, what do you do when you pick up your car? I don't know, man. I've literally... Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? You think I've ever given my keys to my vehicle to a stranger? See, you think I've ever been in a position my- where I could afford a valet? I, <laughs> motherfucker, you've been with me in public. I've parked half a mile away from something and let us hoof our ass to the next spot. What I, do you mean, valet? No, okay, okay, see... Oh, fancy and, pants over here. We got no, Mr. No, no. Monopoly over this, here. No, no, this is exactly what I was getting at. For him. This is exactly what I was getting at. I also have... Have no experience of what to do in valet, right? Why would you try something new? No, Why would you com- do that? And that because you are I was th- brought in. Now, like, hold on, hold you on, are twenty-seven on. years old. You are far too old to be trying to <laughs> jump on. up and like your financial bracket don't, and do things please, that rich people please, do. Please don't toss me in the same bracket. The reason I was in valet was because <laughs> the company was paying for it. They were like, "Hey, you're. We need to get access to your car because I I brought my car there because I was driving people driving equipment. They were like, park it in valet, put it underneath our our the company's car. And I'm like, okay, fine. Um, so. I leave my car there and I go to pick it up and I'm like, and the guy who brings me the car is like, is there anything else, sir? Like insinuating, like, like there's, uh, like he's waiting and I'm like, uh, no, I'm, I, I think we're okay. And I'm just loading up the car full of equipment and he's just still standing there. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Is he just waiting till I get in the car? I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then I finish loading the car. Everybody gets in the car. And he's still waiting by the front door. And I'm like, uh, 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 I don't have cash. I'm a millennial. <laughs> and then I get in the car. And I close the door. And he audibly goes, Tuh! And then... <laughs> And then he walks away, and I felt so bad. I was thinking about it the rest of the day, and I'm like, I, I wish I had cash, but I didn't. I feel bad. What? Yeah. Hey, Blake, that is on you. That is I, on hey, me. It's can so I be honest me. with you? After hearing your story, I still don't know what the appropriate course of action was. I, were you I, supposed – like, obviously you were supposed to tip him, but yeah. were you also supposed to have him help you put the stuff in the car? Like, how much were you supposed to tip him? Does the tip go on the that's, company car? See, that's the Does fucking it, thing is I it don't an know. out-of-pocket tip? Yeah, was he just out- standing there watching you put things in? Like, I have no idea how to interact with a valet and that, because and I've just, never ah, dreamed of interacting ah, with a valet. It's like, yeah, and I just – now I never – want to do it again i'm like good I, I, know I'm your like, place I, you walk <laughs> half a mile like the rest of us <laughs> but i just like i felt so bad because of like i'm i'm i don't know like i'm of the opinion of like there's there's certain people that i really feel like do deserve to be tipped like a server i think is a great yeah. example but like do i tip the person working the register like eh, no I, I don't think so because I yeah like, I don't tip at a Taco Bell but I will tip like at a at, sit like, at a sit down place like where they yeah where they are like there's they 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 can be selective in their service of like okay what who's 
whose table am I going to really quickly? Who am I? Am I making sure to get things expediently to you? Or uh, where there's more of a matter of juggling, like they're juggling more things than somebody Tipping who's just like weird. Yeah, it, it's it's weird, but it's also it, it just was it, it it was so fucking difficult for me. I want to do a video game that te- that goes into that because I'm sure there are people out there that are the, have the opposite opinion of you and I who work in this and who work in that industry. All of the, like uh, the shit. Oh, shovelers. are you kidding me? If like, I worked valet, everybody better be paying me. They <laughs> have the money to give a valet. Like, are you? This motherfucker comes in here being like, oh, "I'm too. I have too much money to park my own car." Yeah, prove it, idiot. Give me twenty bucks. <laughs> give me twenty bucks. I did some reading. I it did not help. Like the, I I typed in the thing like how much do you tip a valet person and every and everything was like but to, uh, there was like things saying like oh you only need to tip like two bucks and then there are others that were like oh you 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 tip like forty dollars like you always you tip forty dollars I'm like what the fuck are you what what are you talking about I'm like ah, yeah money packs if you have enough money that you don't need to park your car you better be cashing up to the person I, that is brother I was just there to do my job I just my boss told me park a valet I didn't expect to find my Myself in this anxiety-inducing situation, <laughs> you got set up. That's what happened. So you to- know what? You, this, the, your boss is actually on some next level shit because he paid somebody else to feel bad about not paying somebody. So like that's some real. <laughs> that's the real failure of trickle down economics, any, right there, baby. I just like that. I don't carry cash anymore. Like it's. Oh, I'm sorry. You weren't carrying cash in Vegas. Why were you losing money gambling? Yeah, I lost all my money. (laughs) (laughs) I lost. I I don't. I don't want to say how much down I was, but I'm down substantial. Um, Down enough that you couldn't pay for the guy that parked your car, huh? Jeez, don't turn this into a bit, please. I already feel bad enough. <laughs> okay, so the game is uh, uh, you are that person that I fucked over. I didn't tip you. And now you have to utilize your skills of the job in a sandbox-style thing to get a tip out of me later. So that guy started following me around all of Vegas, was, like, sitting with me at, like, restaurants, sitting with me at uh, the gambling table, and just utilizing his park valet skills to get that tip out of me and get and guilt me out of as much money as possible. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's the game. Um, I still don't know what skills somebody who operates a valet. I don't know what skills that entails. Again, I cannot you know to express park a car. to you how outside of my breath I am in vis-a-vis <laughs> a valet. But, I, mean, I mean, I assume they know how to park a car, but can yeah. they drift in a parking lot? Are they just uh, like, are they good at Jenga? Or do mm, they have communication skills? Like, I don't know. <laughs> can they juggle? Can they not juggle? How good are they at throwing keys to other valets? Also, if you were working valet in Vegas, you might have picked up some other skills from various jobs in Vegas. Like, but being a valet person in Hollywood, or is that a stupid concept? Because the idea of somebody that is a valet getting involved in any like job placement that isn't a valet is absurd. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe being a valet is such good money and like so such a like like beloved position that if you got a valet position there's no way in hell you know how to deal 
Because like, why would you know. ever need to even think about dealing? You're a I, valet. I don't know. I, if I, just in case I didn't read it, this one came from abject dash mistake twenty three ninety three on Reddit. AJ, we should pick a nug. I, 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 this tipping game is actually stressing me out now. I, <laughs> I'm getting no. I'm getting flashbacks to like so many of the times where I fucked up tipping, and like, and and, 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 and I feel. Bad because I feel like I'm fucking somebody over. I, I there was this one time, and I think you Here's were there the for this. Hey, you've traveled across the country, so I don't know if this good news is going to be better news for you. But here on the West Coast, we have better minimum wage jobs. I mean, yeah. uh, if you if you've ever been to the East Coast, though, you better be fucking tipping because the wow. Wow, they got yeah, away they, with some shit over yeah, they, there. Yeah, huh? they get, they get $4 fucked over there. an hour? Are you fucking with me, East yeah, Coast? Yeah. But you're also talking about an area where you can buy like amazing properties for much cheaper, unless you're in like major cities. I do not care. Four <laughs> bucks is absurd. I mean, if four bucks is four bucks if your cost of living is like. like It ain't that cheap anywhere. You and I both know better than that. I mean, I've been to Nebraska. Nebraska's like there's not a lot to see, but you can a dollar gets you a, a long way. You, you, you can get pretty far on a dollar in Nebraska. Um, all right, <laughs> what is our nug? Uh, I'm kind what of is our nug. We talked about so many games this week. Yeah, let's let's go over them really quick. So we did gas uh, Gaslight Gatekeep Grill Boss. Uh, we did Mighty Morphin Shower Rangers, and uh, I think that was. I think I had a second Twitter one. Uh, yes, it was the, the uh, a game where you're a silly gnome with signature catchphrase. Those are all my games. What games did you bring to the table? We did a city management game where you are a giant rat that makes the oh. rules. Okay. We did a game wherein you are... Hold on. What was it? Uh, oh. You had to distract death by doing too many other things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All I right. I think I had a third one. I do not recall, though. I think no. I think you only gave two, and then I gave like the additional two Reddit ones of uh, the crash system from Burnout and Tip Hunter, which I don't. I, I I feel like the one I'm most strong about is Gaslight Gatekeep Grill Boss or the Mighty Morphin Shower Rangers, where it's the fighting game about getting covered in various oozes and slimes and drinkables, and then you also have that hat that you. Uh, savor from your childhood because it still smells of RC Cola and I think uh, I'm interested in Gaslight Gatekeep Grill Boss. Okay. Because I think it's important that we develop those three different systems. Okay. And and figure out how they work. Okay. Um gaslighting I believe that's a matter of like trying to figure out like what rhymes together and what like tastes similar enough that you could pass it right like this mm-hmm. the gaslighting in this part uh, portion of the game is about like being close enough somebody asked for ketchup on their burger and you gave them a tomato instead mm-hmm. and they're like that's not what i wanted and you're like sure it is and they're like well close mm-hmm. enough okay it's about people asking for cheddar and you give them american slices right. because you hate this? them i know i know how we can make this work um one thing that uh, I know from all of my all of my grilling experience, all of that one time, you never have enough to make comp- like to. There's always more hot dogs than there are buns. There's always yeah, more. There's always. It's so you can always have a hot dog. There's, but there's, but there's no. That implies it's like there's never enough buns to to match the hot dogs you bought like you buy a thing of like six buns but guess what there's nine hot dogs in a pack so it's like you need to 
the gaslight element of this game is like figuring out what the fuck to do for those people, those couple of orders where you have to give them an incomplete thing. So what I'm thinking is that for the gaslight element of this game is that you need to figure out how to lie to somebody during those last couple of orders where you don't have all of the ingredients you need to complete their order. And that's like the I'm trying to figure out like how now how do we lie? Like what is the gameplay mechanic look like? Uh, what you and I've always kind of run into this is like how do you gamify lying? Is it I think that you we don't have to game gamify the lying part. I think we gamify the getting close enough part. Mm, Again, it, it's okay. about getting away with it. It's about how much you can just be like, it's whatever. They're not going to ask me about it. Oh. They might have asked for pickles, but I gave them relish instead, and they're not going to question me about it. They're just oh, going to shrug it off. Oh, okay. So you know from the get-go of each level, you do not have enough resources to do every single person's order. Correct. So it becomes people, this puzzling going game. To be, people are going to be like, I need cheese. And you're going to be like, that's too bad, dog. I don't uh-huh. have cheese. Uh-huh. What, uh-huh. what can I get? I could put mustard on it will that will you believe that is cheese it's yellow yeah it's yellow like cheese okay i like this i like this so you so you know you have limited resources that you need to gaslight to extend all Uh right what is the gatekeepy part how does the gatekeep mechanic work now previously i believed that we established that gatekeeping is about defending the grill This is going to be something where every now and again a family member is going to come up to the grill and be like, I'm going to do it. And you have to be like, ah, ah, you can't. And Mm -hmm. this is where the lying comes. Well, maybe not even lying. This is about you telling people off and how you tell people off. Mm -hmm. Perhaps these are little tests that you ask them to be like, oh, you think that you can use this grill? Um, How much propane does it use at once? Hmm? How much propane do you think is going through these tubes right now, huh? And you have to know that fact. Or at least you have to know if they say the wrong answer. Oh, so it becomes kind of like a little a little trivia thing. And I'm also picturing that this is kind of like people can approach you at any time while you're grilling and doing like doing your Everyone's orders. going to try to jump in. Yeah, like yes. mostly like the paternal figures, right? Grandpa, grandpa, mm-hmm. other grandpa, secret third grandpa. They're all going to be trying to get okay. in on that grill. <laughs> I like that you just skip dads. Like it's only ever grandpas. <laughs> I, I think, think we should let grandpas grill more in dads. We get enough grilling dads. I want some more grilling grandpas. No, I think grandpas kind of are done with it. Like, I think the the benefit, or at least this is how my grandfather is, and my dad has just prescribed it, is like, the reason you have kids is so you can get them to do the shit. Oh. Um, <laughs> wait. Wait. Yeah. Wait. You yeah. think that being the grill, mas- like, the grill boss is just, like, the last inkling that parents have over like their adult children to be like i don't have to cook if we're barbecuing i can leave that to my child yes like it's like yeah. the last vestige of like i have children for chores yeah i have, I have chill i have adult <laughs> children like do shit to i don't want to do yeah no totally i think i, think I can no longer get my adult element. child to do yard work for me but i'll be damned if He's I'm cooking on the grill today. Cook me a tasty burger. And how do we get back at that ass? We get back at them by giving them their wrong order and convincing them that it was actually what they ordered. Excellent. It's a, it's a constant push and pull, you know? Um, so gatekeeping, people approach you and you need to then do this sort of like mini trivia thing. Talk, like doing all the gatekeeping bullshit of like remembering. Oh, yeah? Like, what do you think the best kind of coal is? Mm-hmm. Hmm? What pro? How, how much propane should be coming out of that pipe to get me a, a proper heat? right now 
uh, what what color should the flames be? Like, you know, you're cooking chicken versus steak. What what's the primary difference in temperature that you need to be doing? What temperature What temperature does this need to be? And what temperature am I actually serving mm-hmm. it at for mm-hmm. optimal uh, tasty flavors? Also, uh, you know, Grandma, she loves like her stuff cooked at a specific temperature and like always cooked with a specific brand. Do you know what those are? I do. Uh, I don't think you should be behind the grill. I think I I think I have all the skills it takes to be here. I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of like loaded questions. Maybe that's what it is. You have to prepare the correct loaded question. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I like that. All right. Finally, what is the grill boss? Is it just do we just rip it straight from Diner Dash where you gotta like cook things, but also manage like the limited resources that you have so you know. Okay, I need to cook this. Diner Dash is more about like getting the correct thing to the correct people. And I like the idea of playing with a limited resource, though. This leans mm. into this feeds back into the gaslighting systems of you. Mm. You have, you know how much cheese you have, so how much cheese are you going to put on each burger? Mm-hmm. You know mm. how much green stuff you have, how much greens are going to go on each burger. Mm-hmm. This is the re, this is the resource management, and perhaps building aspect mm-hmm. of the game. Oh, okay. So it's like, do you have to? Like, okay, when you say building, what do you mean? Uh, you have to assemble. So you'll be the one oh, putting, in charge okay. of putting grills, burgers on the grill and make sure that they all mm-hmm. reach the right level of brownness for the order. But mm-hmm. you're also going to be the one deciding how melty the cheese is going to be and how early and how late you put the cheese on the buns. Mm-hmm. Things like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh, there will be a whole little assembly UI similar to that of maybe a cooking mama. Oh, okay. All right. Now let's talk advancement through the game. I think it should be two things. One, uh, of course, like any cooking game, you get more recipes as the game goes on. You get more complex orders, things like that. The at, With each level, you then get unlock access to like some income that allows you to decorate your uh, backyard area for the upcoming themed party. So guess what? It's Memorial- all about making sure that you're the best griller on the mm-hmm. neighborhood. And yes, the best griller no, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Better. You know what th- throws me every time I've lived in an apartment complex? That you can't grill worth shit. No, well, I always get thrown about that fact that I can't grill worth shit. But the fact that every apartment complex that I've lived in has a public grill. Yeah. And so perhaps what this is, is it is a game about you attempting to establish yourself as the grill master of the entire apartment complex. Yes, you are able to upgrade, but you're able to upgrade your specific grill set so that Uh you are a better griller than Duncan's. The guy, the dude in apartment 408. Okay, and you know what? Honestly, and this is how I like this. I like this because you know what the old, the the um the climax of this game is? It's going to be Battle of the Grills. Where it's you're... the big summer barbecue mm-hmm. fest mm-hmm. for the big apartment complex party. Yes, going, yes. This yes, is the yes, one yes, apartment yes, yes. that has ever existed that actually has a community within the apartment complex. Maybe there are <laughs> apartment complexes out there that have communities. I haven't lived in one like I that. Feel, I feel Maybe like that's, that's because I was a college student through most of my apartments. But you get what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, 
Human soci- society as it is isn't built for me to know the other people in my complex. This mm-hmm. is a game where you are going to be trying to meet everybody in your complex, and you want everybody to know that you're the best on the grill. Yes, yes, yes. So that and that's why like every level, new people approach you trying to dethrone you. Or new people, people are approaching because new people are hearing about it. Yeah. Like, like this whole floor of people have never come to your one of your grills, but now they did, and there's a new grill person here. And you yeah. have to prove to you them that you're a better griller than them yes okay cool and then every like maybe every chapter ends with like a battle of the grills thing where somebody is actively grilling against you and that and that implies that there are there is this mechanic of like somebody can get your order potentially faster so it's like oh hey nancy over there she wants a she wants a double bacon cheese you need to make sure you cook that double bacon cheese with your limited resources as fast as possible so the other one doesn't claim that order and on those grill offs you'll have like high priority targets like you Mm -hmm. you'll be facing off against duncan's and 408 and then you'll be like hold on I see. I overheard Duncan's wife ask mm-hmm. for an order. I'm going to cook Duncan's wife's mm-hmm. burger before Duncan's does, and or that the will land the landlord's uh, the landlord's grandma is in town, and she oh. uh, she brought uh, the landlord brought her lovely little grandmother down, and you found out like you want to impress the landlord because you know like the landlord kind of picks. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna be like the the designated barbecue person, or who's the first person they're gonna ask if they want to be the designated barbecue person? So you you play this like kind of like a, like political game between levels. Also, I love the idea you mentioned uh, the name of the character and what room they're from. Every every time we introduce a new person, they always have it's their full name and what apartment number they're. Yes, <laughs> I just think absolutely. that's absolutely. I just think that's such a cute little like little touch of like. Hey, this is this is a uh, uh, Rodney Wood room four hundred two. Like that, I don't know. That's kind of fun. I like that. It's adorable. All right, Gaslight Gatekeep Grill Boss. That's a freaking game, dude. That's a game, baby. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Squid Pope. Uh, you are a longtime submitter, uh, and we definitely appreciate you. Also, side side thing because I know I I I I, I just want to say it. thank you to everybody who gives us submissions for these games. We've been coming at. We've been doing this, God, this series for like what three, four two years? years. Now? Not three two years. No, like, dude, we've been going since like since right college. Before, Holy, since, yeah, whoa, yeah. that's been like three, four years. Yeah, isn't that wild? We're like 170 episodes, and whoa. and like like AJ and I were saying at the beginning of the at beginning of the episode, the podcast, we we're not done. We are not dying. We're not going anywhere. We just need a quick break to get some things in order and we will be back don't you worry there's plenty more games cool games that should not be made to be made ready for patch notes though yeah i think that's gonna be patch notes all righty hey everybody welcome to patch notes before you click that off button i just want to remind you if you need something to hold you over in the meantime aj and i we have a couple of let's plays that are fully completed and fully done on our YouTube channel, we played Dead Rising two. We did, uh, I think, It Takes two, and then we did uh-huh. like an, we did like another uh, series, right? We were working know. through Undertale. We yeah. also played Audios, like video Audio. game that oh, I was really that's flabbergasted right. by. What an excellent and downright melancholy experience. Yeah, we beat Audios, and we also beat um, that spy uh, that spy game. Uh, oh right, Project Tango. Project Tango. Yeah, so there's like a there's a bunch of like completed series that you can go and just churn through if you want to see AJ and I dick around and have some fun. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, we will miss all of you. 
while we are gone, don't you worry about anything financially speaking. Again, Blake and I are going to be pausing the Patreon. Again, Blake and I are going to be pausing the Patreon because we don't want to kind of burn those bridges or make anybody feel upset or cheated by dumping money into something that's not currently happening. Mm -hmm. If you also would like to, and you previously paid for the Patreon, by all... By all means, feel free to reach out to Blake or myself. We still are on Discord. That chat still exists, and we are more than welcome to chatting and talking and having fun still. Mm-hmm. We just need a little bit of time to recenter ourselves and get ready for whatever's happening next for both of us. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's going to be very exciting. We will be back, and we are very much looking forward to it. We would not throw this away for the world. It is super fun, super fun, super freaking fun, uh, and... My God, I love doing this thing. Um, I, we will see you soon. Don't you worry. As always, the intro and outro of our show is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song for an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. See y'all soon. See you soon. See you soon.